Wake up, y'all. Wake up. This is Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Wednesday. It is October the 18th of 2023. I do want to say I showed a little bit of willpower this morning. Did you? Because I did not eat one of those Christmas tree cakes. It was right there on the counter. When I saw you posted that last night, I was like, no, they're out. No. Uh, So I'm walking through the store. It's me and Kai, right? And we're just kind of picking up a couple different things. And I had already said to Leslie, hey, do you want me to get some sweets for after dinner? And she's like, no, no, don't do it. Because she's trying to do better, right? And then I walked past those and me and Kai, we connected eyes. And we're like, oh, yeah. You know, little Debbie has an ice cream out that's the Christmas tree ice cream. Have you tried it? Yes. Is it good? Yes. Okay. I've seen it. It's it's more of the high end than what I typically buy. Oh. It's like a like, dollar I've, more. I've only bought it like once, but they have it. It's like a dollar more. Uh, there's also, I don't know if you've seen this, but there is a Christmas tree nutty bar, too. Yeah, I think that's new this year. Oh. So I had those in the house. Are they white? Yeah. Okay. When I got home, Leslie was not happy. I told you not to get these. And then uh, Did there she was, have one? Uh, yeah, she had maybe, maybe <laughs> one or two. <laughs> because they they're so you. good. I know. It's like the soft inside and kind of like the harder corners. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so it's not the Christmas tree cakes day, but it is National Chocolate Cupcake Day. Mm-hmm. It is National No Beard Day. All right. Which can you tell I messed up mine? Uh, well, now that you're pointing it out, yeah. Yeah. Got a little too close. So then I had to try to merge it all together. Merge it. Yeah, I did. <laughs> or blend. Uh, it's also the Day of Unity, which is all about coming together and realizing that everybody can be equal mm-hmm. and stop bullying people mm-hmm. because that's not good. And it's International Leggings Day. All right. And all my ladies said, amen. Yeah, that too. What? We love leggings. Okay, I guess you're excited about You were that. talking about earlier how you wish that Leslie would wear leggings all the time. Oh, yeah. that's. <laughs> you said that. You set me up because what, what do I say? What do I, no matter what I say, it's going to be bad. What? It's either going to make me sound like I'm an idiot or it's going to make me sound like I don't like her in leggings. You did that, do that on your own. All right, I got to go. Sunshine, 75 today. It's about 47 right now as you get your day started with Arkansas's Morning Show. Call Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly, 870-935-5346. If you're struggling to find happiness, one of the things they say that we should do is find new hobbies. Ooh, okay. They say when people add new hobbies to their lives, typically it makes their lives more rich and it makes people happier. I get that. I like that. They were talking to people in the U.S., in Japan, in China, in Europe, uh, 13 countries overall, and they thought that universally... When we found things that we enjoyed doing, we were able to put our energy into something that we felt like we had a purpose in our lives, and we felt more in control as we got older because we were tackling things. Okay, heard. This might be a sign for me to go ahead and start those drum lessons. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what hobby I would take up. Typically, the things that I take up are not good hobbies and or habits. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) What could I do? You could knit. Yeah, I don't know about that. Crochet. Uh, that's basically the same thing, right? Something like that. Quilt? We no, I don't I don't think I would enjoy quilting <laughs> or knitting or crocheting. I don't really know what I enjoy doing. Huh. That could be an issue. Yeah. What could I do? Like uh maybe I could start working on cars. Do you see me being good at that? Sure. I mean you can you can learn how to do anything. What if I pick up tattooing? Or body piercing? Hmm. 
Yeah, these those probably huh. are not the ideal things here. No. Not trying to replace the income, but it's kind of fun to think about things that we could do. Some people love to paint. Yeah. You see people who yep. get all into that. There was an uh, like a little time in Kai's life where he wanted to be Bob Ross. Oh. And he had the easel and yes. all the different stuff. And man, because he was probably four or five years mm-hmm. old, he was just making a mess and paint was going everywhere. But he loved that. Yeah. It gave him something to do. Maybe you should start painting. Yeah. I'd be a good Bob Ross looking guy. Yeah. My wife is all into like doing interior decorating. Um, She's made my house beautiful. She should do that for real. No. and the, But the deal is, is when you live in the house, she is always changing things. Yeah. Like I walk in and she's like, what do you think? I'm like, I don't know because I can't get used to anything. Right. Yeah. Couches are in different spots. There's pictures in different yep. spots. Like I never have any idea mm-hmm. what I'm walking into. I love it. But it is kind of a cool thing that maybe if you find a new hobby, you can find a new purpose and make yourself happier in your current life. Time to wake up. It's the most fun way to start your day. Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. All right. Good morning, Arkansas. It's time to celebrate. It's time for an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. Hey, a big high five goes out today to Susan Maxwell, who's from Massachusetts. So the cool story about her is she loves playing the lottery. Okay. And she went out. She's been buying these tickets for the $15 million moneymaker. She's been buying the scratch off tickets forever. And she just now won $1 million. Good for her. And to make it even sweeter for Susan, she was able to win $1 million five days after she retired from her job. Oh, wow. She said she had no clue, obviously, that she was going to win the lottery, but she knew it was time to kind of slow things down and not go to work anymore. Uh, But kind of talk about the perfect storm of retiring, and Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, there's an extra million dollars sitting there. So now the story is, she decided to take the one-time payment, Mm -hmm. and she will receive $650,000 before taxes. Good decision. So I would assume probably after taxes, what's that? Probably one dollar, <laughs> a dollar. <laughs> uh, so Susan tells the lottery that she plans on using some of the winnings to help her kids, her grandkids, and her great grandchildren. So here's to you, to the newly retired Susan Maxwell, the new millionaire in Massachusetts. It's an Arkansas's morning show. High five. High five. And today's high five is powered by Right Fiber from Ritter Communications. It's the right speed at the right price right now. And you can check the availability in your area when you go to rightfiber.com. Here we go. It's a brand new day. Wake up. This is Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. All right, doing a big on a Wednesday morning. It is October the 18th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. We have Country Music News today on Marin Morris. So Marin Morris has filed for divorce in the Davidson County Circuit uh, Court's office right there in Nashville. Mm. Uh, basically, she and Ryan Hurd, who's a singer-songwriter, they've been married for five and a half years. They have a three-year-old son named Hayes, and they're citing irreconcilable differences. Mm-hmm. We did reach out to Ryan Hurd for comment, and he said, thank the heavens. He did not. 
<laughs> Say that. That's a joke. Uh, anyway, so the story is is that they're seeking joint custody, blah, 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 blah. Of course, if you followed the story of Maren Morris over the last few months, she has basically disowned country music and, mm-hmm. and kind of gone out in her own direction saying she's going to do different stuff. And I guess that includes uh, not being in the relationship anymore with Ryan Hurd, but they filed for divorce on October the 2nd. We have country music news today on Dolly. Working So the Dallas Cowboys Thanksgiving Day game has become a huge event over the years, and it's known for having an exciting halftime performance. And this year, Dolly's bringing her little Tennessee charm to AT&T Stadium on November 23rd. So I wonder if she's going to do a medley of her own hits or if she's going to do something more along the lines of her rock album, because (laughs) Rockstar is set to come out in November. And who knows, someone could could jump on the stage with her. Uh, But Dolly set to rock the Red Kettle kickoff halftime show Thanksgiving Day with the Dallas Cowboys. And country music news today on Jason Aldean. It's a crazy town full of neon dreams. Everybody please, everybody So Jason Aldean, if you remember over the weekend, he surprised the Oklahoma City crowd with Toby Keith. He's telling the story about how it happened. So I guess he reaches out to Toby and says, hey, man, can you make it by the show? I'd love to surprise the audience. And Toby said he had a prior commitment that he had to make. And that was going to his grandson's football game. Aww. He said, maybe I can be there by about 1030. And Jason says, Toby, the show's going to be over at 11. <laughs> so Jason's up there performing, not having any idea if Toby's going to show up. And all of a sudden, he starts to hear people kind of stirring in the background. And out walks Toby Keith. And the place went That's, crazy. I bet. If you didn't hear what it sounded like, here's Jason Aldean with Toby Keith. The almighty's been riding shotgun and my ass is getting ready to go back to work. In Toby's home state. Just the idea that Jason wasn't sure if he was going to make it. And here comes Toby just walking yes. out. Because Jason was like, I wanted to give him the big introduction. And Toby just ended up walking out on stage. You know what? It's it's a man that doesn't need an introduction. Yeah, I guess so. That's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. It's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Arkansas's morning show. Did you know 22% of people say the first time they figured out how to send a text message was when they started voting for American Idol. Oh my gosh. Was it Kelly Clarkson or was it Ruben Stuttart? Or Justin Guarini. Oh, that was back in the day, yeah. Did you know in the original He-Man cartoons in the early 80s, he couldn't use a sword as a weapon because of broadcasting rules and the only enemies he was allowed to destroy were robots. Really? Yeah. I would have never known that. Mm -hmm. And did you know Casey Musgraves revealed that she has a, quote, very irrational fear of spiders and alien abductions and claims she has seen several UFOs. Her Instagram name is Spacey Casey. Come on now. I love Casey. Hey, yeah, we're just blowing smoke. Hey, yeah, out here going broke. Hey, yeah, yeah, we're just blowing. And if you didn't know, now you know. Wake up, wake up, Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. The best start to my day. So the Britney Spears book comes out next week 
goes on sale Tuesday, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's called The Woman and Me. And so Brittany's making all kinds of headlines um, with some of the stuff in the book. Yes. And the one that has taken off the biggest is the talk about Justin Timberlake, mm-hmm. which I think we probably could have figured that was going to be the big deal, right? Right. One of the rumors I read just the other day was Justin was nervous about what Brittany would say mm-hmm. uh, because Brittany at this point probably will say whatever she wants. Right. One of the things she details in the book is that back uh, in the day, back in around the year 2000, she got pregnant. She and Justin Timberlake got pregnant and they made the decision not to keep the child. Uh, basically, she says that uh, he was thinking they weren't ready to have a baby in their lives and he wasn't ready to be a father at that point. And she was not real happy with the decision, but she loved Justin Timberlake and uh, oh, my a, goodness. That's a major, major story. That's like 20-something years ago, right? Yeah. And th- so did you see the thing they were talking about, that the video for the song Every Time? Have you seen that? No. What okay. are you talking about? Oh, gosh. This is everywhere. you got to go and check I know that out. song, but okay. what are you talking about? In the video, there's a scene of a girl in a hospital room, and like <gasps> there's a baby involved and all that stuff. They're believing that she was kind of telling that story back then, but nobody knew that um, – that she was I'm going to have to go watch that immediately. Oh, people are losing their stuff about that. So it's the every time music video. And they, they think uh, what we thought the song was about then might not be what we now know the song is about. I yeah, don't know. Man, I just I feel for everybody that has to be involved that wasn't involved 20 years ago, like Jessica Beal, who has two oh, kids yeah. with Justin. And she's just sitting there going to soccer games and then she's got to, you know, whatever. Yeah, because do you disclose that, you know, all those years yeah, later? Right. I don't know. Uh, there's also a deal where they're talking about uh, when she shaved her head back in 2007. Basically, she's, she says she had been eyeballed since she was a little kid. Like, guys had stared her up and down. And she was basically like, she's done with it. She wasn't worried about her body, her hair, her looks, or anything like that. She wanted to kind of escape all that. And I don't know that that actually did what she thought it was going to do because people only then started right. making more fun of her. Mm-hmm. But uh, she talks about the conservatorship. She says her father was a heavy drinker. She says that there were times where he would basically say, hey, you're getting fat. You got to fix that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said she, at, at points in her life, she felt like she was a child robot and that they were telling her what to do, what to say, what medications to take and and basically managing every move because she was the cash cow for the family. Gosh. Guess so, what? I will buy it. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a lot. Yeah. And then maybe we'll get a better idea for kind of like where she is now, mm-hmm. because she's I mean, basically, she's saying this is the person that she is and why she is the way that she is. I'm assuming it's going to be a bestseller. Mm-hmm. I did send her a DM last night. Of course, what? she did not open. It. <laughs> well, because I started to think and this is kind of the way I want people to think like, what if? Like, what if she did open it Yeah, and she did think, you know, the chances of her ever, you know, coming and doing something like right. this, because she's refusing to do like major media. She's refusing to do Good Morning America. Right. <laughs> like, right. Why would yeah. she so, come, no come on Oprah, this? no Joe Rogan, no, no like anything. No, she didn't want to do that because I think she's still if, if you go back and look at interviews, she'll kind of say that she is still uncomfortable in those situations. Sometimes I feel like she she might be like she was never able to grow up the right way. Mm-hmm. So there's still parts of her that are kind of like, oh, my gosh, you know, yeah. the wide eyed kid right. in these situations. Ugh. So anyway, it's a big story out there today. The video that you might want to check out today, if you want to kind of see if the hitting uh, hidden meaning is in there, is the video every time by Brittany from mm-hmm. back in the day. But uh, the book, again, The Woman and Me comes out on Tuesday. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And 
people are crazy. Someone in the UK stole 35 porta potties from a racetrack, and some uh, of them were full when they were taken. Oh. So there were multiple thieves, and it probably took them multiple trips, no matter what kind of vehicle they had. The porta potties were owned by a toilet rental company, and each unit is not cheap. They can cost anywhere from a thousand to two thousand dollars. The more expensive toilets are the ones for disabled users, and two of those were among the 35 taken. Oh. The police are investigating, and it's unclear if they've picked up the scent. Oh, okay. That's not my joke. Okay. But speaking of stealing porta potties, a son says to his dad, Dad, what's the difference between toilet paper and a curtain? And the dad responds, I don't know. And the son says, So it was you. Okay. Now that, <laughs> that's disgusting. And there's even more proof oh, that people are crazy. That's bad. Arkansas. This is Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. <sighs> happy birthday, happy birthday. Boy. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today, Wednesday, October the 18th of 2023. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Jensen Carmen of Maynard, who turns two years old today. Happy birthday, Jensen. Happy birthday, Jensen. Happy birthday and love from Mommy, Daddy, and Noah. So happy birthday to Jensen Carmen. What's up, Noah? What's up, Noah? Yeah. Why am I just saying what you said? I don't know. I don't know. Stop are, doing that. Are you that. throwing up signs? Yeah. Okay. Peace. Okay. All right. Jensen Carmen has a birthday today. <laughs> a happy birthday goes out to Jackson Thomas Blankenship, who is 14. This says, we are so proud of you, kiddo. Hoping you have the best day ever. Aww. We love you, Dad, Mom, and Brooklyn. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Bree Blancette, who's from Maynard. J.C. Pratt of Marmaduke. Carl Pack in Boonville celebrates a birthday. Sarah Middleton of Deering, Missouri is celebrating. Alicia Woods from Quitman. We have Lisa Woodrall of Jonesboro celebrating. Todd Onstead of Jonesboro has a birthday. Lisa Gaino of Jonesboro celebrates. And Tim Sharp in Evening Shade. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all and you celebrate with these celebrities. Happy birthday to Tyler Posey. He's 32. That's Scott McCall on MTV's Teen Wolf. Bristol Palin is 33 years old today. I remember when she was a lot younger. Yeah, like she was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Happy birthday to Zach Efron. He's 36. He was in High School Musical. And Brandon, he's about to come out with something that you're really excited about. Oh, man. He's going to play the role of Kevin Von Erich, one of my childhood heroes and friends, uh, in the upcoming movie about the Von Erich brothers. And that looks good. It's called The Iron Claw. Yeah, he looks like he did a great job. Mm -hmm. He's in, like, tremendous shape. So. Happy birthday to Zach Efron. Happy birthday to Olympian. She's a skier. Uh, 39-year-old Lindsey Vaughn. So happy birthday to her. Happy birthday to Jean-Claude Van Damme. He's 63 today. Happy birthday to Mike Ditka. Y'all, he's 84 today. Oh. NFL Hall of Famer for the Bears. The Bears. And happy birthday today to Neo. He's 44 today. Girl, let me love you. I can just tell you this. 
So Jensen Carmen's mom, Amanda. Yeah. She's listened to me forever. She has heard me play every one of these Neo <laughs> yep. songs back in the day. I forgot about some of these songs like this one. Or maybe closer. Or what about this song with Pitbull that everybody knows? Grab somebody sexy, tell them, hey! That's Neo right there. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Neo, who turns 44 today. Happy birthday, Neo. Hope you have a good one. What? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We are joined this morning by the good doctor. He's the one that makes you feel good. He's the one that makes you feel all right. He's the one they call feel good. He's going to be your Frankenstein. Dr. Shane's Bright. Dr. Shades White. Dr. Shades White. Y'all, he is the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State. He is Dr. Shades White. He is training doctors up in there. Up in there. He, up in the house. He is getting them ready up in, in that there. house. <laughs> up in there. Hey, yeah. I've, I have met, and I've told you this before, I've met some of the, the young people who have graduated from NYIT, and, you know, it's like it's pretty cool to think that these people came right through here, came through, uh, you know, school in the Jonesboro, Northeast Arkansas area, were able to do their doctor program with you guys. I mean, it's pretty neat to see how that's able to go now. It, it really is, and, and, and I know we've said this before, and now you're going to start seeing like every year, you're going to see more and more of those doctors come out into the community and practice. So it's just, you know, it's almost now we're kind of on, I'm not going to say autopilot, mm-hmm. but we're on this, you know, this, um, this cycle where now every year we'll crank out doctors into the actual community because they're, they're, uh, a good number of them are doing training at, at NEA Baptist and at St. Bernard's and at the UAMS Family Medicine Program here. And so you'll be seeing more internal medicine and family medicine doctors in the area. Some of the doctors that have gone off and done training elsewhere are going to be coming back here to practice. Mm-hmm. How exciting is That's that? That's great, yeah. Uh, with different specialties. So really every year now you're going to start seeing this, this exponential growth in the physician. So we're just so so excited about that and happy to be part of, of uh, helping healthcare in this region. So like, do you get a commission when they're a doctor? Like if you, if you were their dean, do you get a commission? A commission. That's a really good idea. I need you to should, look into that. You should get a commission on everybody who becomes a doctor. <laughs> Hmm. Note to self. Yeah. I'm work on that. Thanks, Brandon. Hey, That's a good idea. So here's a random thought. Sometimes I have these random thoughts, and mm. I tried not to text you because I know we're gonna we're gonna talk to you on Wednesdays, right? Um, you talk often about how important it is for us to have, you know, and we talk a lot about the, the exercise quotient because I like talking about that. And we talk about the diet part because I know what to do. I just don't always do it. And we talk about the sleep part because I need to work on that. But there's also a part, and we, and we never really mention this all that much, and I wonder if it weighs into our overall health, and that is kind of like our brain, like our mental health. Yes. Like if we're positive, happy people, are we typically healthier? And if we're in a bad mood and, you know, crotchety all the time and stuff like that. Brandon. 
Does that affect our health? That's terrible, <laughs> Kelly. Can it affect our health? So if we're negative, you're hmm. you're spot on, um, and it, and I'm and actually I'm, I'm glad you brought this up. Thank you, Brandon, for doing this because you're right. We talk a lot about those first three, mm-hmm. and I probably don't talk enough, enough um, as much as we should about that that fourth one, the mental health piece. Um, you're absolutely correct. Your mental health absolutely plays a role in your overall health. Um, and we saw, we've seen a lot of this probably in the last several years, um, you know, for different ways. We saw it before COVID, but we've certainly seen it since. Um, lots of new data coming out about something we call uh, repetitive negative thoughts, like RNT for short, repetitive negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and the association is going to sound strange with uh, dementia and actually oh, early onset Alzheimer's. Hmm. And yeah, so what and there's been several now they're not huge studies and so this is still kind of a um you know I'm I'm kind of watching the 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 my my medical news feed there's like a study that came out of like 450 people here's one with 300 here's one with you know 270 but all these studies are starting to show the same thing and what it's showing is is that individuals that in general and and we I hate to say that we all know who they are these are your pessimistic individuals um, they're generally negative in terms of life outlook. Mm-hmm. They're negative during the day. Um, these are the ones who are, are finding, you know, negative things in most of your conversations. Um, those individuals have a much higher risk of early onset dementia, cognitive decline, and early onset Alzheimer's. Wow. Uh, and we're finding that through different studies, like we can do PET scan studies. And see um, the different protein, uh, amyloid and tau protein um, uptake in the brain, which are these are markers for dementia. Um, and we're actually seeing that physically on their brain scans. Um, and I think that got worse um, during the pandemic for, for multiple reasons. I mean, I, you know, fear in and of itself uh, can be a driver. Yeah. But we all know this. I mean, I'm, I'm as guilty as anybody as well. You'll find something on, I don't know, social media or something you know, on the news, and, and maybe you've got something that you're thinking, this is, <clears throat> this is the way I believe, and you find somebody who, you know, on the news confirms that, you know, and then all of a sudden you kind of go down this rabbit hole, and the next thing you know, you're kind of in, a, uh, in an area where there's just a whole lot of negativity, a whole lot of, you know, um, things are bad, and, you know, anyway, a lot of fear, to be honest with you. That absolutely can wreak ha- havoc on your overall health. That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. So, like, because <clears throat> I know we, it seems silly if I say, hey, just have a positive attitude and you're going to feel better and you're going to be happier. But, like, literally, there is something medical to the way that we should process information and, and be happy and positive. Like, that really will help us. Oh, absolutely. And, and the reason why, to be honest with you, and I'll own this, the reason why I probably pay more attention to those first three is because, um, like, we know for a fact that regular exercise mm-hmm. lowers your stress and increases your positive outlook. Know for a fact that. Like, we know that if you're regularly active and you have a regular, diverse exercise regimen, that we know that, in general, you are going to be a more positive person, right. just generally speaking. If you, uh, the relationships that you have with individuals, and when I say this, the relationships, the good relationships you have, because this <laughs> right. is the other thing we see. Well, it's the other thing we see. No, think, I got you. Yeah, you're right. You, well, you know how it is. You get, you know, you got one negative person, 
and then you get them together with four other negative people. I mean, right. then you've just you've got exponential negativity. No, <laughs> so you got a bunch of negative people sitting no, around. Yeah. And to be honest with you, everybody's um, uh, uh, feeling the, the effects of that, and just it's just hurting the whole group. But what about the people who are like, oh, I just can't help it. This is how I feel. This is what my life has dealt me, or that I'm right. Because there's people who say that, and maybe they are right. Should they try to find a way to flip their brain and turn that side off? They, they really should. When we look at individuals that are um, – that, so you've heard me talk about this before. We talk about blue zones, okay. and blue zones are places that we do – we look really close. Um, <clears throat> these are communities where people live like into their 90s and early 100s, and you're like, okay, what are those people doing? Because it's usually a community or so. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing is, is their diet, and we see what they're eating. The other one is their activity, and they're, they're in a community that's very walkable. And so they're usually walking everywhere they go, or they're just out. They're doing things outside a lot. Um, uh, the other piece is their connectivity, their relationships. And they're having these positive relationships with other people. So it's a lot of positivity. So a positive outlook on life and the world around you absolutely goes to your mental well-being and reduces dramatically your risk of dementia, early cognitive decline, and early onset Alzheimer's. Um, and to be honest with you, when I think about a lot of my older, older patients, mm-hmm. the majority of them have a very positive outlook on life. They're active. They're just, I mean, they're just positive people. Um, and now we're seeing the studies that actually support, yes, in fact, that does make a difference in how long you live and how well you live. It's just, it's just so wild to me. We have the, the opportunity to choose to either be happy or be sad or to be worried or, or not live carefree because that sounds wrong, but to, to not carry the stress. And a lot of times, a lot of people, and I know people like this, and sometimes I'm that person, I, I carry the stress when I probably should just let it go. But I think, I think the overall thing is, you know, yes, diet, sleep, exercise, and mental health. We got to make them all work synergistically, all work together. And that's going to be like, that doesn't just happen overnight. If, if you haven't eaten right, if you haven't exercised, if your mind is kind of this way, I mean, it's like little baby steps can get us there. That's a, that's a great point. I'm so glad you brought that up because, and, and you've kind of said this already, it's not as easy as flipping a switch. Yeah. Um, just like it's not as easy as, as getting up off the, the couch and running a marathon. Right. You know, you've got it. You're exactly right. You got to start by maybe walking around the neighborhood. You got to start by, okay, I'm not going to have as many soft drinks today. Um, or I'm going to try to eat, you know, a couple of more fruits, you know, you know, with breakfast or something like that. But those baby steps, really, if you start kind of laying out the foundation, they're going to pay off for you long term. There you go. Right there. Great advice from the good doctor. He is Dr. Feelgood, Dr. Shane Spites, the dean of the NYIT College of Osteopathic Medicine at Arkansas State. Once again, we appreciate you, and we'll talk to you again next week. Guys, always good to talk to you. Hope you have a great week yourself. Be positive. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We're joined in studio this morning by Aubrey Decker, who is here representing the Arkansas State Student Activities Board. It's homecoming week, and I would assume that uh, jobs on SAB are kind of crazy. Aubrey, welcome to the studio this morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? We're good. So uh, I've been told, little birdie told me you work at a uh, local coffee shop. Is that true? <laughs> it's true. Have you been to work this morning? 
I have not. That explains why we don't have a coffee. But you don't mean it, it explains why she has this uh, bright look on her face because not everybody can pull off a very bright face this early. Right. Look, she so, just looks like a ray of sunshine. You're crediting her coffee, yes. her coffee job. Right. Yeah. So, uh, which coffee place do you work? I work at Shadrach's. Which location? Nettleton. All right. So is that the that's the main one, the first one, right? Yes, it's got the warehouse behind that was it. The they OG. Roast, yeah, they roast all their beans there. Right next to Super Tense, my yes. friends over there. I bet they come and see you all the time, right? The guys at Super Tense. Guarantee you. You would know them if you saw <laughs> we them. We are so sorry. What? If John Rhodes yeah. shows up? Yeah, we apologize for that. <laughs> I'm just like. No, so, hey, what's your favorite drink at Shadrax's? Um, Mine favorite right now, it's cold coffee season for me still. So Same. Same. Um, a white nutty Irish mint. white chocolate, hazelnut Irish cream. Super good. That does sound good. Could oh. you bring back one of those here in a few minutes? <laughs> that sounds great. That sounds really good. Uh, okay, so Aubrey's in studio this morning to get us ready for homecoming because it's here, man. The game happens on Saturday, but there's so much that happens before the game. And really, this is a time where we see so many people come back, alumni come back to Arkansas State. But man, your job with SAB is to motivate those students, to engage the students, and to get them involved and you guys have a lot of different stuff going on this week. Tell me kind of like when you go through the planning process, what you guys are thinking as you're putting together the week leading up to homecoming. Yeah. So we just think like what's going to get students involved, what is going to get them to show up and mm-hmm. participate, because that's not always an easy thing. Yeah. But um, things like Kingdom's Got Talent that we had on Monday nights, always a crowd pleaser. And people love that. Like They love to see their friends get up on stage and dance around. Yep. Um, last night we had a laser tag and that was a lot of fun. That was something we've never done on campus before. So we were just trying to offer something a little bit different. Right. Where did you do that on campus? The Red Wolf Center. Really? In the gym area. Full on laser tag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Did you play? <laughs> I did. Were you any good? Well, I, I think my gun was broken. Of course it was. Yeah. That's what I would have said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a malfunction. Okay. So that happened last night, yes. but there's, there's stuff that happens today, tomorrow, mm-hmm. and on Friday too, right? Yes. So today is Ring Renaissance. That's from 11 to 1 on the lawn behind the union. Yep. And there's going to be all sorts of stuff, inflatable jousting, which you think is oh, kind of funny, but. We're going. <laughs> no. That sounds fun. Yes. I think it will be. I've never seen it before. So we'll see when I get there. You know why that sounds fun to me? I sign us up first. Okay. No. Cause <laughs> what? Because you, you have too much pent up aggression. What? There's too oh, much what aggression. What are you talking there. about? But it makes me think of the old American Gladiators. Yes. Right? Where, did you ever see that show? Or are you way too young for that show? I, have you ever heard of it? Yes. They remade yes. it too. So they get up there and they do the, the jousting and stuff like that, yes. trying to knock people over. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah. So this is for students or can we get faculty up there too? Like if we wanted to hit, I don't know, Todd Shields, can we hit Todd Shields? Okay. If he shows up, that's his own, that's his own thing. I'd be, cha- I'd be chasing him yeah. around the thing. Text him and be like, hey, show up. I want to joust you. Just for, oh. Two grown men chasing each other with joust. That would be so funny. Mm-hmm. Well, typically we're bro hugging. So this might or be doing a, push-ups. Yeah. That, okay. We have never done that. We haven't. Okay, go away. Okay, so inflatable jousting is happening on the Heritage Plaza lawn. What else is going on? Um, We've got turkey legs, which the person who was planning, Caitlin, she is obsessed with the idea of turkey legs. That's been her favorite thing about this entire week from the get-go. So she's texting us, reminding us. She was like, turkey legs on Wednesday. She's so excited. So those will be fun. And then we've got a bouquet bar, that where you just make your own bouquet. And then character drawings, caricature drawings. That's going to be fun. We will also line up for that as well. No, like, so if we're not students, can we still, like, wander in? 
Um, it's mostly for students. No, You've right got to check in with your A State app. Oh, so thank you. Very much. All, of sudden, all of a sudden, you get kicked out. So yeah, <laughs> um, sir. Are you saying I couldn't fit in with the students? Um, I'm going to put her in the awkward spot. Right <laughs> after that. <laughs> She's like, I'm never doing a radio interview again. <laughs> Uh, so then tomorrow night, more stuff happens on the Heritage Plaza lawn. What's going to be happening tomorrow night? Yeah, tomorrow night, we're just going to kind of hang out. We're going to watch Shrek. We're going to have some coffee and some hot chocolate. Bring your blankets, though, because it's going to be so yeah, cold. For, uh, yep. um, and just get cozy and watch a movie together and hang out. All right. Then on Friday, it sounds like just a whole bunch of stuff that kind of mm-hmm. leads into each other on yeah. Friday, including, I guess you guys kick it off with the big parade, right? We do. And that's open to all of the community, alumni, students, anybody who wants to be there can be there. You just got to line up on Aggie Road and yep. Sorority Row, and then you get to watch the parade, and that's going to be full of students, faculty, all the things, um, and so that'll be fun. It starts at 5.30. All right. Um, and then right after, we've got Yell Like Hell, and that's just for students, but you meet on the corner of University Loop and Honors Ave, and yep. we're just going to light a bonfire. We've got some big-name artists coming in. This is awesome. Yeah, I saw yeah. this. Yeah. Um, we've got, um, let me look here. We've got Mary Beth Bird. Yep. Who was, she's great. Yes. And then we've got Jay Flan, which is, he, he's on campus and he's one of the students, but he's yep. got a big music career going for him and he's said he's going to debut some new music even. Ooh, so cool. that'll yeah. be exciting. And then we've got Eli Adams coming in also. So then I'm seeing like food trucks are going to yes. be there too. So you guys like to, you guys are smart because you know to have food around <laughs> mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And then live music from all of them. That sounds like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of fun. Uh, and I, I saw a deal, I guess, on social media that uh, you guys were going to be doing s'mores out there yes. with the bonfire. Mm. Yes. And this is an event I can't attend as well. I'm not allowed <laughs> to show up at this one. Well, unless you want to roll, enroll at Arkansas State, well, I mean, I, we'd be welcome to have you. Yeah. I guess I could do that up the enrollment a little bit. <laughs> uh, so also, that, that, uh, that stuff is all going on over the next couple of days. If people want to get more information, is there a spot online they can grab the information? You can go to our Instagram, A-S-A-B. Um, Everything you need to know is basically there. I'll yeah. be posting on the stories, reminding you, letting you know what's good, and you can just find it all there. Is that your job? Yes. Are you over the socials? Yes, I am. <laughs> so there's also, I don't know if you know this, but the homecoming court was announced, I guess it was Monday, right? Yes, Monday night. Do you know today's the interview day? No, I did not know that. And do you know that I'm judging interviews today? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's and so he's cool. also been asking people, telling no, people he no. takes bribes. No, don't oh, tell. No, you don't. said that. Uh-huh. Kelly, you can't <laughs> you reveal that, that to the student activities board. You said it twice <laughs> on the air this week. <laughs> mm, anyway, Aubrey, great job this morning. Thank it's good you. to see you. I know a busy couple of days with SAB. Aubrey Decker joins us in studio this morning on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Families, Inc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. All right, Tara Thomason joins us in studio this morning from the A-State Alumni Association as we continue to get everybody ready for homecoming. Uh, We just talked about all the stuff going on for the students, but... Tara, the Alumni Association, this might be your busiest weekend of the entire year. It absolutely is the entire week. We're yeah. prepping every day, and we have alums that are coming in or calling or asking. We're we're going to honor the class of 73 yeah. this Friday, so that's going to be a fun day. And yeah, So we get excited about this, and I've heard just all the rumors and the way we're hearing about uh, the things happening around the football game. That this more than likely will be the biggest game of the year attendance-wise because – just people are coming in, number one, to see what the team is going to do, but number two, because it's time to celebrate Arkansas State. Yes, this is the week that we show our pack pride for sure, and we are excited because we have people coming from all over the nation that are coming either Sweet. to the game or to the reunion or to the tailgate. So a lot going on um, in addition to the activities on campus with pack preview. 
let's talk about uh, kind of what the Alumni Association does. Because let's say somebody went to Arkansas State, but they're not a part of the Alumni Association. Uh, if they plug into you guys, what does that kind of what does that mean? What does that do for the university? What does that mean for them as as people? We just help them stay connected with their alma mater, with their classmates, with uh, former professors. You know, we just try to help them to stay connected. And uh, being a part of the alumni association gives them the opportunity to have the information at their fingertips all of the time. We do a digital newsletter. Um, of course, everyone's invited to most every event that we have, sure. and and we advertise that. But this is really an opportunity for them to have it, you know, right in front of them all the time and um, have benefits and things like that. I love when we see people who show back up on campus who maybe haven't been in a few years, right? Maybe they haven't been in the last five years. Uh, and when they walk onto campus mm-hmm. and they're like, oh my gosh, this is such a different place than it was when I went here. It has changed so much. Yeah. And, you know, I have the opportunity and I'm grateful for it at the Alumni Association. Um, a couple, The last couple of years I've helped with um, hosting the tour for mm-hmm. those alums that come back. And one um, one example, Thomas Hill, Dr. Thomas Hill was who was in my vehicle that I was driving. And right. so, you know, I thought I was doing the giving them the tour about w- where things are on campus. I learned so much about the history of Arkansas yeah. State. And of course, I'm an alum as well. A few years ago, Sure. Maybe twenty or so. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. And um, it's just neat to hear um, the progression and to right. see how we've grown and to see how we've just blossomed into this amazing, uh, um, you know, campus. Well, we do that because of uh, alumni. Mm-hmm. You know, you go back and we when you think about the day of giving, which you guys just like you kill it every single year Thank with you. that. But what that is is you motivate alumni to give back to their university. This is our school. And when you guys do that, you raise all that money, it goes, it pours back into what we see on campus and, and recruitment and all that. Stuff. Thank you for that. I mean, we really do try. The reason that we are raising money or raising awareness is so that we can grow and so yeah. that we can be attractive. And, you know, we have so many high school students in this area and we have such an awesome opportunity mm-hmm. for them to really expand their skill set. I mean, I'm a radio TV major from sure, Arkansas right. State, you How know, great is that? and, and um, just we have so many programs and the more that we can grow, the more students that we can have on campus it's going to impact our whole entire community and our economy you mentioned pack preview and this is a deal where students from all across the state can come to arkansas state and basically get the tour and we kind of get to show off right yes this is the chance absolutely and um on saturday with all the activities surrounding the game tailgate but we're also going to have this um event for them to be able to tour they can visit with colleges that they're interested in they can ask questions you know my my own kids have come and and been a part of that and been able to find out oh yeah that's the that's what i want to study and then some have said no that's not what i want to study now i know you know but this is the chance to do that and so we're going to have a tailgate at our site but at the in the backyard of our tailgate we're going to have individual tents set up most of the colleges one or a couple of them are going to have their own in like tent city but we're also going to have individual colleges um with their staff members here and their faculty their deans are going to be there to be able to answer questions so parents so kids can ask questions let's talk about your tailgate because i was uh you know i have to kind of get into the stadium fairly quickly but the first game of the season i kind of walked through and i saw that you guys looked like you were throwing a heck of a party over at the alumni center we do we do we have um we have bounce houses for kids we have live music um we have food drinks we have fun we will will stream games um other games that are going on at the same time you know prior to our football game right (laughs) then we shut down everything that's right we do we close the doors we send everybody over to the football game but it's a great opportunity for i mean i remember my very first tailgate that i attended as a staff member um 
a gal that I went to college with that I had not seen since the day of graduation was wow. at the tailgate. Cool and, you that? know, we got to reconnect and we got to catch up and find out what life was about and connected on social media yeah. and have stayed in touch since. So it's just a neat, it's just a neat time for us to get together. Lots of fun. I believe it starts at four. We'll end at five thirty, so we can send everybody to the ball game. Now, that's not the only thing happening. You said this is one of the busiest weeks of the year for the Alumni Association. What are some of the other events? I know you mentioned the Class of 73 is going to come in and the celebration for them. Mm -hmm. Uh, When does that happen? That's going to be um, Friday morning. We have Class of 73, and we always invite anyone that has graduated post you know more than 50 years they're invited back to come and take part with us they're going to have their own activities as well Um, I do want to mention that on our website we have a graphic that has all of the individual events because I'll probably I'm not going to cover them all there's many we don't have time for that right yeah there's Um, tons astatealumni.org slash homecoming and um, but uh, as you mentioned the 50 year reunion we're going to have a private dinner to honor our distinguished alumni every year we try to feature um, we have a nominating committee that recommends alums that have given back to the university right. that have just really stood out. Those three that we're honoring this Friday night is Lenita Cooksey, Lucinda McDaniel, and Randall Pope. And I'm sure y'all have shared that information yeah. no, that's gonna be before. Great. And so that's a private dinner where we're going to um, honor them. And but then, then we honor them at the game too. Yes. Yeah, I just yes. heard about that last oh. night. So. Yeah. So you're going to see them um, on the field during you know the events yeah on that's the gonna game. be great yeah just imagine you know you're, you're getting honored as somebody who's distinguished from your university and you're in front of the fan base that's a really cool moment for them it really is it's a it's a neat it's a neat moment for all of us yeah. to like to hear what they've done yep. um, for us and then of course there's going to be the homecoming parade friday evening 5 30 i don't know if you've if the person before mentioned that you know we're, oh, yeah that sounds like it's going to be fun too yeah gonna, people can come and line the route and like you know see the floats and student philanthropy council that i'm a part of they're going to have a float too so that's going to be fun and then um several other things one thing i want to mention saturday morning college of ag is going to have their third annual furry 5k okay, say that now, three times what is that i believe they bring their dog oh yeah sweet yeah. I could bring Murphy Lee. You could. With the hook on him. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And he's my it. cavapoo. Well, he's kind of a cavapoo. Does he We're like to really, walk? Uh, he loves to walk, <laughs> okay. but he might chase people. We're not exactly sure what he is. I call him a cavalava golden poo because <laughs> – we we were told he was a cavapoo and he's way too big to be a cavapoo. Okay. So yeah. well he just may be a giant cavapoo. So we can invite him out there for yes. this. Yes. And I believe that's seven fifteen. It says they're gonna meet at the pavilion. Okay. Um the there's gonna be the it's the fiftieth anniversary of Alpha Kappa Alpha Incorporated and Alpha Phi Alpha fraternity. Right. Okay. And so they're gonna have activities. That's all on our on our link. Um just just a lot going on. Well, have you seen the deal they've built of the stadium? To celebrate the stadium. Yes, I've seen that. That's a, the, It's a replica. Have you seen this yet? It's a replica of Centennial Bank Stadium, what it looks like today. But uh, it's the first, what is it? The first X number of people who come through on Saturday. Are going to receive that. That's Ooh. right. And then we're also selling an ornament that is the 50th Aww. anniversary of the stadium as well. Of the Alumni Association. So you can see that all too. Right. There's a ton of stuff going on. There is. Are you there ready? Is. Are you ready? For I'm ready. Do right. I look ready? She does. You, you look ready and you sound like you're ready. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> She's faking it. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if you want to find out more about all of the events, you can go to astatealumni.org slash homecoming. And it's great to see you as always. Thank you. Appreciate being here. Tara Thomason joins us in studio this morning on the K-Fine Breakfast Club, powered by Families, Inc. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Families, Inc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. So we're getting you set for A-State Homecoming, which happens this weekend. And one of the people I see at every single game as I'm bouncing around is Dustin Kellums mm-hmm. from the Impact Club who joins us in studio this morning. Good morning, y'all. 
Welcome back in, man. How are you? I'm great. It's a beautiful day out there. Oh, it's perfect. Have you looked at the forecast for Saturday's game? I haven't. Oh, my gosh. It literally is going to be like sunshine in 77. Oh, man. For homecoming. Mm -hmm. Perfect. So it's going to be awesome. Everybody's got to get out there. Yeah, so let's talk about it from your perspective, like the idea of Arkansas State and uh, alumni and people who haven't been back in a couple years coming home. What does that mean for you? Well, I'm an alumni, so I have several friends that have graduated from ASU, moved across the state, into other states even, and that's a lot of times the only time all year I'll get to see them is homecoming. So that's always exciting for me. Um, Do you try to lose uh, weight for homecoming uh, just in case people show up? Absolutely not. No, no, man. (laughs) No, no, I plan on gaining weight this weekend, man. (laughs) I plan on eating. You'll bounce to all the different tailgates and stuff? For sure, yeah. So uh, let's talk about your experience with Arkansas State because you must have had a positive experience because when the Impact Club became a thing, you jumped in and said, hey, man, I want to help our university, my university. Uh, What was it that made you want to give your free time to the Impact Club? Yeah, you know, um, I think the biggest thing is just being an A-State fan of athletics, but also being an alumni. Um, I live here. I'm not going anywhere. Um, You know, let's face it, if if the university doesn't succeed in Jonesboro, we're in trouble as a city. I mean, that is the, uh, you know, that's the uh, force behind everything in Jonesboro is the university. So that's why I wanted to get involved, just to continue to grow the university and athletic program. So let's talk about the Impact Club, maybe for people who aren't really aware of everything that it does, because we've Mm -hmm. probably seen the name, maybe seen the social media. But how does the Impact Club help Arkansas State? So Arkansas State, or I'm sorry, the Impact Club, that is our NIL collective uh, for Arkansas State Athletics. So basically, we are signing kids, and uh, basically we have their name, image, and likeness. We have the rights to that. So uh, we take these kids, and it's kids that are doing good in the classroom and on the field or the court, doing good things in the community. So there's a big misconception maybe nationally that, like, hey, the best players getting a ton of money. We're not operating like that. I mean, you have to do your part in the classroom and on the field or the court in order to get incentivized. And we are giving these kids money. It's not a crazy amount. We're not – I don't know if you guys saw the University of Utah, what they did with the trucks a couple of weeks ago. Oh, tell me that story. What Um, happened? Well, they uh, had all the guys in the locker room and took them out on the field, and there were like 85 Dodge pickup trucks. Oh, my gosh. So they just leased them out for six months. Sure. Oh, You know, but the uh, optics of it were 85 free trucks for these kids. (laughs) They didn't give them truck. They're not taking it home and selling it, you know. Sure, right. It's uh, it's kind of kind of the wild wild west right now. We're not operating at that point by right. any means, uh, unless there's a Dodge dealer out there that wants to give me a shout. We can maybe hook these kids up. But, sure. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. A lot of momentum going into basketball, but also with what football's doing, we got it back to three and three. And I know yeah. there's a lot of excitement there too. So let's talk about NIL for people who maybe aren't as plugged into the athletic side, right? Yeah. <clears throat> because we hear NIL, and for some people, they're like, well, what does that even mean? Name, image, likeness. Uh, but literally, this is not something that we're just trying here. This is something that, that really we have to do as a university that has an athletics program because this is happening across the country at different levels. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hundreds of schools are doing this, and it's not even – I mean, not just Division One. I. I mean, I've seen – Division two or FCS schools doing it. I mean, everybody's kind of getting this thing going at their university because if they don't, they're falling behind. Right. Well, and and the deal is, is let's say we get a good player and and he's good for football, good for basketball, whatever the deal is. 
Other schools might want to come looking at that player because of the transfer portal and all that. And then they might be able to say, hey, we're going to take your best players, your two or three best players, mm-hmm. and we're going to bring them to a different school because we can pay them to come yep. or, or we can give them give them these incentives. That's exactly right. And that, I mean, that goes on at every school every day, y'all. Yeah. I mean, there are kids on our campus that are getting tampered with, I would say, sure. you know, through social media. So I know the big schools, they have guys out there on their staff that are literally – going down the box scores every Saturday night and seeing what young guys from other schools did well, they're reaching out. They're trying to poach players. Like right off the bat, middle of the season. Somebody has a good game and somebody's reaching out. For sure. That's so wild. So the Impact Club is a way that we can all help. Now, when I first heard about it, and I think I was honest with you when we heard about it, Mm -hmm. I thought, man, I'm not – uh, you know, the the guy who owns the bank, I'm not the guy who owns the yeah. dealership. I'm not going to be able to help like that. But what I've realized over the course of time is you guys have done a great job at educating people that, hey, it, it can be any monetary amount. It doesn't have to be, hey, I'm donating $100,000 this year. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a, that's a big misconception there is that you have to give a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Not the case. Um, on our website, you can give one time. You can give 10 bucks if you want. Sure. And it Literally, people think that that does not help. I promise you, I see the numbers. Yeah. And a $10 donation, that helps, yeah. I promise. Well, that's great to know. So uh, there's a couple of new things that are going on we wanted to bring you in and talk to you about. Again, Dustin yeah. Kellums joins us in studio from the Impact Club. Uh, Raise Your Red Wolf is something new. It's a new initiative that we can all jump in on. And again, the price point for this, I mean, it's one of those rock bottom type price deals. Yeah, so... Uh, you know, a lot of folks, when they give, they like getting something in return, and that's right. kind of where we're at with the Razor, Razor Red Wolf. So the idea behind this project is basically we're going to, for $50 a month, a, do, a donation, you become a member of Impact Club. You're going to get a voucher for our store. You'll get the newsletter. You'll get uh, you'll get access to some exclusive events that we have coming up. Um, but you'll also get a 3 by 5 Red Wolf flag that we will put up out in front of your business on game weekends. Now, that's for basketball, men's and women's, and football, and then select dates for other sports. So the idea, Brandon, is just to have as many flags flying around town as possible, sure. really get that school spirit going throughout the community. So that's what we've got going with the Razor Red Wolf. So if people want to do that, let's say they hear that and they're like, hey, I'd love to have the flag out front. They're going to do the work. They're going to put it up. All yeah. I, I get to do is is give to our athletics programs, which brings so much to the mm-hmm. university. Uh, where can they find more information on that? Yeah, so you can go to impactclub.com. So it's I-M-P-A-C-K-T, impactclub.com. You can go to our social media. We have a Facebook page that's very active as well as Instagram and Twitter. Uh, there's info on there that can get you signed up as well. But, yeah, we um, I started putting flags out yesterday. I'm about to go put some more out today. Um, so if you see a, a bald dude on the side of the street putting out flags, it's not Brandon. It's me. <laughs> there, there could be some confusion at times. Uh, the Impact Alliance. I saw something about that. That seems to be something we haven't talked about before. Yeah, so that's a new, another new one. So really what we're wanting to do is get businesses involved. We have a lot of individuals, but we think it'd be really great if we had businesses involved in this. So Impact Alliance is another thing that we kind of spun up. Um, I kind of leaned on University of, o, or, uh, University of Ole Miss and their uh, collective for this one. But anyway, Impact Alliance is basically we partner with businesses locally that have agreed to give a portion of their profit one day each quarter. Okay. Um for instance, this Friday, Cryo 2.0, that's our first one. 
Cody will be giving us a percentage of all proceeds. He's actually going to do the weekend for homecoming. Oh, so that's nice. Um, so it's a way for businesses to get involved with Impact Club, become a member, and very similar to the flag thing, just get businesses involved. So, again, you can find out about all of the stuff that happens with the Impact Club at impactclub.com, I-M-P-A-C-K-T, club.com. And there's so many different ways that we can be a part of it. It's important to our university. It's mm-hmm. important to the athletics programs. You can talk to any of our head coaches. We have to do this. It's not something that we dreamed up because, hey, we should do this, and it's going to be great to take care of these people. If we want to retain players and we want to have successful teams, we have to be able to keep them. Yep. Key word there was retain. Yeah. That's the point we're at now. Yeah, because um, if you get them, that's great. But somebody's yeah. going to come after the, the best players. For sure. Um, you know, you kind of know what you get when you get these kids on campus, and that's when the retention starts. Um, it's not going to be as much for us. I don't feel like getting them up front out of high school. Um, it's going to be keeping these guys we get here that we like and are good kids, and we want to keep them at ASU. Again, find out more at impactclub.com. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. We are joined in studio this morning by the one and only Rodney Poff from Jonesboro Occasions Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> looked at me like, why is she turning away? And I was like, because I knew it was coming. How you doing, man? He's been looking forward to that all morning. I can tell he's like a kid over there. <laughs> good morning. Uh, hey, it's good to see you. I love the new, Is that would you call that a pullover or a jacket? Yeah, it's a pullover. But celebrating 20 years of yeah. the magazine. That's pretty cool, man. Uh, how are things? You doing all right this morning? Uh, yeah, I think so. Good. You feel like you're here? I'm, I'm here. Wait, I mean, well, I had to wait. You had me waiting forever you know, to get on here, but that's all right. Well, Ooh. the deal is when, when your show is in such demand okay. for people to make appearances, you, you know, you have to you have to do what you do. <laughs> you get stuck with people like me. Yeah, then I, I get stuck with Rodney. That's why we boom. Yeah. <laughs> so Rodney comes in every week from uh, Jonesboro Occasions Magazine. There's actually a brand new uh, issue that just came out. I guess you dropped it uh, the other day in a lot of the retail spots. Uh, but lots of cool stuff in there, including a big story on the Delta Symphony Orchestra. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, what is that, 50 years of them do? 50 yeah. years, yeah. That's awesome, man. No, yeah, so lot, they bring a lot of good to our area and provide a lot of entertainment. Sure, uh, sure A do. great outlet for people. So uh, the newest issue of Jonesboro Occasions Magazine is out. Uh, Rodney comes in and we kind of go through the events that are happening around the area, some of which we've kind of, uh, you know, we've covered a bunch of stuff this morning. Uh, but there's a big event happening this weekend. It's going to be downtown. Yeah, it's uh, on Saturday. The Downtown Jonesboro Association uh, will host DJA Fall Fest from 11 a.m. to 4 at 405 Union Avenue in downtown Jonesboro. The event will include local vendors, live music, family fun activities, and more. You can go to downtownjonesboro.com slash events for well, more you, information on that. You guys have an, uh, your, your whole business is based uh, now downtown. Yeah. So when you see these events come in and you see so many people who might not – be a frequent uh, person, uh, somebody who frequently visits downtown. What right. does this mean for the downtown community to have events like this? Well, oh, it's, 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 so you own a business, mm-hmm. you're opening yourself to new clients, new, yeah. new mm-hmm. possibilities. So, um, you know, we don't have a lot of retail down there, but what we do have are open. They'll be open for this time frame, yeah. and they will have uh, an influx on business. And it's like all these events, you know, it's like, this one, uh, the barbecue fest, it, it it helps tremendously because it's not always the same folks that are downtown. Sure. So, well, 
Well, and there's also a deal where maybe you know you go downtown for one event and you didn't realize that this new business has opened mm-hmm. up or this new restaurant has that is open that you've never had the chance to frequent. That could become your favorite place to go. Right. Exactly. So uh, that's the Fall Fest event happening on Saturday. There's a bunch of other stuff, and we've talked about quite a bit of it because A State's doing homecoming on Saturday right. too. And that's going to be big because that's what six o'clock kick, uh, six o'clock kick. Yeah. But there's going to be stuff going on all day. Right. Uh, the students have stuff going on. Of course, we're going to have the announcement of the king and queen. Right. At halftime, there's going to be distinguished alumni honored at halftime. Uh, the alumni association has a big uh, tailgate that's yeah. going on. Uh, from everything I've heard, this is going to be the biggest crowd of the year. Like everything's pacing to be really awesome. great for Saturday. Awesome. And we're not picked to win, but that doesn't mean we're not going to show up and blow them out mm-hmm. no so. and, and here's the deal when, when the local crowd is there and and when that impact is felt it's different and yeah. the team plays different and there has been a difference since mm-hmm. this year than the last couple inside right. the stadium yep. right i mean i can can you feel it I you're sure there i can, can. Yeah, yep. sure. uh, and i was talking to coach butch jones i guess it was a week or a week and a half ago or something but we talked about the red wolf walk and if we were going to be really really honest mm-hmm. i don't even know if he's kind of disclosed this but i'll speak Kind of on his behalf. You know, there was a time after the pandemic where the Red Wolf Walk that was like, yeah, do we keep doing this or not? Right. But this year, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, it's like people just showed back yeah. up. And he was talking about the impact that has on the students, as on the athletes as they're walking it, right. and the coaching staff. Yeah. That feels good. And that's it, – it's it's high time they felt that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, we lost that for a while. So No, and when you see a lot of people just think, hey, they play, you know, they practice and all that stuff. You don't realize the amount of time that those uh, not only the coaches, but the athletes as well are putting into this. Mm-hmm. And they're they're student athletes. Like it's a ton of work. It's like they just had a bye week and everybody thinks, Oh, well, they got to, you know, chill out and not do much. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, the ones that were injured, they're using that to heal. Mm-hmm. But you don't get a free pass just because you have a bye week. They're they're practicing their butt off. No, they were the whole time. There was going to be you know probably one day where they weren't going to be going to the office. Yep. Yeah. So and and that's kind of a misconception too. I'm glad you brought that up. The idea of the bye week. It seems like oh they're going to all rest and do nothing, but it's time to fine tune because you have the rest of the season. That's right. So anybody who's friends with the coaching staff will tell you that the coaches are always going. Because mm-hmm. oh, if they're not doing stuff for the team now, they're recruiting for next year. Exactly. So, uh, lots of stuff going on with A State homecoming, and then you mentioned that you're kind of fired up and excited about seeing Coach Brian Hodson and what he's going to do with boots and ballers. Yeah, because you get you get so used to how something's done, and then you have a new coach come in, yeah. and they may tweak something here and there. So, yeah, I'm excited to see it because Thursday the 26th is the uh, boots and ballers. Yeah. Uh, which is the Arkansas State Men's Basketball and the Red Wolf Foundation will be hosting that. This will be the sixth one. That's going to be at 5.30 at First National Bank Arena. The official program will begin at 7 o'clock where Coach Brian Hodson will introduce the team and deliver remarks uh, ahead of the 2023-24 campaign. Live and silent auctions will also be available at the event. You can call 972-2401. Or go to Red Wolves Foundation at astate.edu. There's also, and this is kind of a little known fact about one of the things he's going to do because he hadn't really revealed this just yet, but maybe we can go ahead and talk about it. Maybe I shouldn't. Uh, he's a big fan of Elton John music. But you're going to anyway. Well, no, Coach Hodson's going to be. Of course, exactly, because you know him. Coach Hodson's going to be singing Elton John classics while we're there. Benny! He's going to do all those uh, at the end of the night. So. That, you know what? That is a little known fact. Is it a little known uh, false fact? <laughs> no, he doesn't know it either. <laughs> it, yeah. 
It's a little known brand <laughs> which means lies. You realize he could beat me up real quickly, yeah, right? That's a big dude. So yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's going on. Uh, that's going to be a week from tomorrow. Right. Boots and ballers. Um, lots of stuff happening. And if you want to find out about the events and you want to find out about what's happening in your local community, you can always pick up the most recent issue of Occasions Magazine. Or you can go to jonesboroccasions.com. There you go. And as Mr. Rodney Poth so eloquently puts it at the end of every jonesboro.com event roster, Poth off. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the K-Fine Breakfast Club. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Powered by Family Zinc. We'll get back to the show. Now back to Brandon Baxter and Kelly Perry. So we're joined this morning by the man you need. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. It's Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care, who was actually babysitting Kelly's dogs over the weekend. Yeah. Dr. Reed, did they cause any problems for you and the staff at Vet Care? Um, they were only in timeout one time, I think, for about 10 minutes. So. Oh, man. Oh, that's good. Did good. that Did that one dog, the mean little white one, try to bite anybody on your staff? <laughs> he only has one tooth, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't leave a fang mark on anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that dog tried to bite my son on Quit his face the that, first time Brandon. we went to their house. Yeah, so... Uh, how are things next door? It's it's early in the morning, and I haven't heard anybody yelling and screaming, so that's a good sign. We've had several drop-offs that we've been trying to get through, and then our appointment starts in about 20 minutes, so we're we're catching up. All right, so do you, can I tell you something that I don't know that I realize? We, that cat, our little neighborhood cat that kind of roams around and, and pretty much is our cat now, uh, you know, it's kind of cold at night, so he's been sleeping in the garage. Um, but cat poop stinks, Kevin. Do you know that? It does. It does. And it's probably due to the high protein content of their food. Oh, is their food is their food kind of built different? It's higher in protein, yeah. Cats are true carnivores, uh, where dogs are omnivores, so they do require higher uh, protein, um, you know, higher amounts of protein every day. Okay, let me ask you this, because that makes that might make sense in, in one of these deals I dealt with. So we ran out of cat food, right? And again, this isn't my full-time cat, but I'm the one who ends up going and buying the Brandon, cat food. Brandon, you've been saying this for a year. Well, I know that, because the cat has to be fed. But so, so we had a little bit of dog food in a bag outside, and we put that in the cat food bowl. The cat would not touch the dog food. Yes. Like, why is that? Because to me, it all looks like kibble. So what would the cat be able to taste the difference or, or notice the difference, smell the difference? Why would the cat not eat the dog food? Yeah, and, and cat food also has higher amounts of fat in it than dog food. And, and fat is what makes food more palatable, mm-hmm. you know, gives it better flavor. So it's probably a combination of both. And then sometimes, you know, it's just like if you would start even a uh, different cat food, if you introduce a new cat food. Um, a cat may not immediately take to it. So mm. it just being a different type of food, you know, if it was cat became hungry enough and it was left out there long enough, it might eventually try to eat it. But, uh, uh, you know, you just probably thought not, that's not my regular food. So I'm not going to, not going to have. So cats are, are a lot more picky than dogs because the dog will pretty much eat anything that's in front mm-hmm. of them. Right. A lot of them will, yeah, yeah. You you get some that you know get kind of spoiled, and they only eat chicken or chicken and rice or something, and you know they won't even touch their dog food. But you know you can get them back to eating that if you just you know make it known that that's all there is. You know, put the bowl down. If they don't need it. Take it up. <laughs> Eight hours later, put it down. If they don't need to take it up, and 
after a day or two, they'll learn that well, this is my food. I better start eating. Hey, what do you think about those high-priced natural foods? You know, like you see a lot, of, a lot of commercials. Hey, this is refrigerated. This is better for our pets. Is that marketing? Is it legit? I mean, should we consider that? Or what do you think about that stuff? I mean, I think some, a lot of those foods are pretty good quality foods. They are, you know, more costly. Um, you know, some of it's marketing because we feel like it's more like people food and, you know, it looks more maybe appetizing. It's got, you know, ingredients that we would eat in our diet. And so, uh, but, you know, uh, for the most part, most of the main brands are, you know, nutritionally balanced and, mm-hmm. you know, are good for, good for dogs. And, uh, they just, you know, they do cost more though. So it's kind of like me saying I could eat what I eat on a regular basis or I could have filet mignon every night. Of course, the filet mignon is going to be awesome, but maybe not most cost-effective every day, right? That's exactly right, yeah. So what did you bring for us today for Wet Nose Wednesday? Well, this is kind of interesting. I have to tell you this first. I had a, you know, we have a new client form. It's a registration form. And it just has your basic information, pet information. But we also have a section on there. I said, how do you become aware of our clinic? And it's like hospital sign, yellow pages, website, you know, an individual, someone we may thank for referring you. And I had a new client, very nice, nice uh, person that was in, uh, I believe it was Monday. And I just always look just to kind of keep in my mind, you know, how people are finding out about us. And they, they had checkmarked the individual and it said, Brandon and Kelly wet nose Wednesday. Oh, and that kind of made me feel good that at least there's one person listening to the show every week. Okay, uh, Kevin. There's a lot of people who hear you, freaking idiot. Jeez. But that's always nice. And I have had before, you know, people say radio. They heard, you know, heard about it on the radio. So, you know, it's, it's good to get your name out there. Well, I think it's also good if people uh, just go in there and tell you that they heard about it on us, no matter what they hear or with. No matter what they see exactly. it with, just say us. So if you're hearing us right now, the next time you go to vet care, make yeah. sure we get the credit for it. Because then Kevin yeah. will get a, give us free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll skew the results. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, put more money in the radio. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what do you have for us? Can you make us any smarter with how we should uh, take care of our pets? Uh, you know, I was just uh, – I had a client last week that had a dog that was – pretty severely affected by what's called separation anxiety and and basically this occurs in dogs mainly i mean i I don't know that i've ever heard anybody say their cat has separation anxiety i think most cats are happy you know when everybody leaves the house and they can have it to themselves but um basically separation anxiety is just uh you know when when a dog is left at home alone and uh you know they they exhibit changes in their behavior that are more coping mechanisms on how they deal with that being alone. And that could be excessive barking or whining when no one's there. They may destroy furniture. You know, I've had clients tell me they came home and their recliner's got a big hole chewed in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the, you know, destruction near exit points, like the doors or windows where they'll, dogs will chew the facing off or yep. scratch them up, you know, as they're trying to get out. They may have accidents around the house. They may hypersalivate, pace, um, just be very depressed. And, you know, if your dog is doing any of that, sometimes it might be good just to set up a little monitor or video camera uh, to take, you know, to, to monitor what these dogs, what your dog's doing when you leave. And I think where we really saw this problem was during the pandemic and, and when pets were adopted during the pandemic, 
you know, a lot of people spent more time at home or they worked for home. And then all of a sudden, as things opened back up and they left the home home and went back to the workplace, a lot of these uh, pandemic animals are, you know, experienced separation anxiety because that was what they were accustomed to. And then all of a sudden their routines changed. So, you know, it can be a real issue because, uh, you know, dogs can be destructive enough to where they hurt themselves and they break teeth if they're, you know, chewing on things, uh, you know, and not, not to mention the, the damage to the house, uh, you know, can be pretty extensive. Yep. And that's the stress that it puts on the dog. I mean, you know, they're just frantic because they're left alone. So, and a lot of these dogs, they take the excuse, they, they learn the patterns of people getting ready to leave, you know, getting in the bathroom, taking a shower, you know, getting your work, your briefcase out, getting the keys out. And as these things go on, you know, the dog becomes more wound up knowing that, you know, in just a few minutes, you're going to walk out the door and they're going to be left alone. So, you know, sometimes it's a good idea to try to maybe before you leave, if you can take your dog on a short walk or have some playtime with them, something to kind of, you know, engage them and, uh, you know, get them a little in a little better, you know, emotional mood. And, um, you know, that, that will help. The other thing would be providing, you know, some enrichment activities, uh, you know, uh, puzzles, uh, feed food puzzles, you know, where they, uh, have a little toy when, you know, they play with it and it drops out little bits of kibble, uh, actually, uh, and there are some calming aids that can be used, uh, worst case scenario, if the dogs are really, you know, severely affected, there are some medications that are actually approved for separation anxiety in pets, but you need to, it's not just a magic, a magic pill because something you need to apply some of these counter conditioning, um, type procedures too, you know, to not let them get amped up as a person is getting ready to leave. And sometimes even using a thunder shirt or uh, something to make them feel calmer. So, you know, and it can be, I mean, these dogs are, are you know, it's a very, uh, you know, frustrating situation for them. They're stressed and, you know, just, uh, you know, sometimes it affects their behavior permanently where they're just not, not the pet that they were, that they were when they were adopted. So, you know, if your pet is experiencing that, you ought to seek some, you know, attention uh, from your veterinarian to try to determine a way to, you know, reduce that, that stress and anxiety, you know, when you leave the household for your, for your dog because it, it, it make, can make their life miserable. And those poor babies just wait for us to get home. Mm-hmm. That's what's wild. They just sit there and wait. Y'all, he is the man you need. He is Dr. Kevin Reed. He is man's best friend. He is our best friend. And he is the veterinarian of choice of Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly. It's Dr. Kevin Reed from Vet Care on Parker Road in Jonesboro, vet-care.com, and on Facebook when you search Vet Care Jonesboro. Dr. Reed, thanks for another Wet Nose Wednesday, and we'll talk to you again in one week. All right. I'll see you next Wednesday. Right, see you, man. From Arkansas for Arkansas, this is Arkansas's Morning Show with Brandon and Kelly. I'm excited about a deal I get to do today. I get to go and be a judge for mm-hmm. the homecoming court interviews today. Yeah, somebody is supposed to be uh, watching you to make sure you don't take in or accept any bribes. Um, yes, those have already been accepted. <laughs>
It's a joke. It's a joke. No, that's a big deal. Like the whole homecoming yeah. idea and the idea of being king and queen of your school mm-hmm. at homecoming. And then uh. the celebration, we're going to do the celebration this year at halftime. So if you've been kind of used to the last number of years where we've done the homecoming court early, that's going to be a part mm-hmm. of halftime at Saturday's game. So I'm excited to be invited to be a part of that. I'm not exactly sure who all is yeah. going to be there with us, but uh, just to be able to, I guess, weigh in. And the interview is like 50% of who's going to become king or queen. So basically That's all kind the, of a lot of pressure. It'll all be right there on my shoulders. I'm okay. going to lead the committee. I'm going to lead it. Okay. So if you check out today's podcast, we talk all about A-State Homecoming. Uh, we had Aubrey Decker in studio. She is the marketing director for the A-State Student Activities Board. She gets us ready for all the student uh, activities happening over the next couple of days. Uh, Tara Thomason from the A-State mm-hmm. Alumni Association. She always does a great job. Uh, and she came in to kind of get us ready for their tailgates and the pack preview mm-hmm. and all the different stuff. They're doing a celebration for the class of 1973. Yeah. So that's a 50-year yeah. celebration. So mm-hmm. all that with the Alumni Association. Uh, Dustin Kellums was on this morning with the Impact Club getting us ready for some new things they're doing to raise money for A-State Athletics and the NIL deals. Uh, Rodney Poff was here and everybody booed when he showed up. <laughs> <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Kevin Reed was on with Wet Nose Wednesday. Uh, there's news on Britney Spears out today. There's news out on Marin Morris filing for divorce. All that on the podcast. All you have to do is search Arkansas's morning show with Brandon and Kelly wherever you get podcasts. And Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The Masked Singer, Celebrity Jeopardy, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune, Snake Oil with Will Arnett and Brad Paisley. I'm going to have to figure out what that is. $100,000 Pyramid and also American Horror Story. All right. Hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Arkansas's Morning Show.